Welcome to the Realizing Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Christensen. This is where we dive in each week to chat about parenting, education, and realizing our children's genius. I'm an educator with a background in individualizing learning, and I'm obsessed with helping people find and nurture that genius in their children and themselves. Let's dive in. Hi, geniuses. Isn't it exciting? December's here. We have all kinds of exciting activities that we're doing. We are going sledding and having snow days and, you know, going to see Santa if that's your thing and, you know, church activities and all kinds of family that is going to be visiting and additional fancy meals that you're supposed to put together. And, oh, by the way, on top of that, educate our kids, right? I don't know about you, but I always loved December, but being real vulnerable here, it's also when I kind of had a couple of breakdowns over the years. It can be a crazy, crazy month, especially when we have already taken on so much more just by taking the responsibility of educating our kids at home. So this is my little, you know, yeah, have fun for, for December, but take care of yourself too uh, episode. When my kids were little, when my older kids were little, I would often take the entire month off of school for December. So we would not do regular school. Now that didn't mean that learning wasn't happening. It was happening all over the place. We were doing so many different things, but it just looked a lot different and it lowered my my stress a little bit. By doing that, if something came up, it was like, okay, well, we aren't doing school. So it's okay if we you know, do this thing or put aside these plans in order to do something fun, like going to a Christmas party that friends were having or something like that. So first, that is one of the biggest things that I would recommend if, if really the month of December is kind of stressing you out, or if, if you're, you're leaning towards that, because <laughs> it really needs to be a a fun time and a, a joyful time because what is the real meaning of Christmas? I mean, it is, you know, the birth of Jesus. As a Christian, I believe that it is a time to celebrate the light that came into this world through his birth, the uh, amazing things that he shared with this world and how it is continuing to impact our lives. But again, in December, too often, the, that whole idea tends to take a back seat to the commercialism of Santa and all of that. And believe me, I'm, I, I loved doing the Santa thing, too. I believe there's a place for both of those. But the true reason for the season needs to take precedence. So how did I do this whole no school in December thing. Well, first of all, there's all kinds of fun days, you know, like those official calendar days, like, 
you know, grandparents' day and siblings' day and all of that. Well, there's days in December that you can take advantage of and just have like, okay, this is our day too, you know, and have fun with it. So there's a day that is Santa's List Day, and it's December 4th. And you can take that day and just say, okay, this is the day we're going to write all of our lists. Now, personally, I need lists. Before that, I always ask my kids to have them ready before Black Friday. But this can be a list of things that we're grateful for, ways your kids were were good this year or something like that. So it's, it's just a list for Santa. And, you know, when your kids are really little and you know what they're, what you're going to buy them, then this would be a perfect day just to practice, practice writing. And it gives them a huge why behind writing, which I know a lot of kids don't like to write. And it's a way to make it fun and make, you know, it have a really big why. Okay. Another day that I always really had fun with is December 6th. And that is St. Nicholas Day. And there's the whole story about St. Nicholas. It's so much fun to read to your kids. And I'll be sure and put a link in the show notes to a book that I used with my kids. It, it just talked about his life and, and what he did and why he got St. Nicholas, you know, St. Nicholas is Santa. Why did something like, you know, this, this saint get turned into this story of Santa that is, is so big? So anyway, I, I love talking about St. Nicholas with my kids, especially when they're little. And one of the things that we would do is after we read the book, we would go and find a Salvation Army angel tree and we would be St. Nicholas for a child who would not have a Christmas present if um, unless somebody helped. And so we were St. Nicholas for the day. And especially since the, the there's so much rampant commercialism, there's so much is encouraging our kids to just focus on receiving. And, you know, what are you getting for Christmas this year? What do you want for Christmas this year? Oh, go tell Santa what you want for Christmas this year. All of this focus on receiving. On St. Nicholas Day, you can turn it around and, you know, really have the kids focus on giving, okay? And so we would do that and we would talk about how we are being St. Nicholas. Now, one thing I know, my husband and I kind of disagreed on this. He, he went along with me on this because of, I, I just had good reasons, I guess. <laughs> but And, you know, just warning alert, if you have kids in the car and are listening to this, the whole Santa thing is going to, I'm going to talk about that. I always raise my kids with the understanding that Santa is not a real person. And so we still believe, you know, we still taught them about how fun it is to pretend about Santa, but we never told them that Santa was real. And it's funny though. I mean, when they're really little, like my, one of my boys, when he was about uh, three and a half, the 
Santa Claus, the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies had just come out and he had watched them. And we always had Christmas at my parents' house at that point. And my parents had just moved to a house that didn't have a chimney, didn't have a fireplace. And he was so upset that there wasn't a fireplace and how was Santa going to get there? Okay. And we had talked about, you know, how Santa is pretend, but at three and a half, they don't get that. And so anyway, I had to put up a, a cardboard fireplace for him to stop being, you know, upset about this. And I mean, just a cardboard thing up on the, the wall was enough for him to be okay. But I, I never wanted to be in the situation where, you know, my kids would think that I had lied to them. And I had known of someone who had gone to great lengths to get their kids to believe in Santa and keep believing in them, you know, up, you know, to the point where, you know, dad was outside, you know, in a red coat type of thing. And I think they even got up on the roof one time and they were really trying to just perpetuate this for as long as possible and then one year things happened and they had to not only tell their child that there was no santa but they also had to tell him that you know he was not going to be spending christmas with mom and dad because dad was moving out so I, that kind of left a mark on me and that's why I have decided to tell my kids from the beginning that Santa is something we pretend and we have fun pretending, but I try and incorporate St. Nicholas and St. Nicholas Day to really teach my kids the real meaning of Christmas and, but yet incorporate also that idea of Santa and make it real for them in that way. And, you know, I, my kids sat on Santa's lap, you know, all the way up. I, for the longest time, I told them they, they would not get stockings. You know, even my, my oldest son, when he, when he went away to college, there was one year he couldn't come home until the day of Christmas, just because he was working. And so I told him, okay, if you want to if you want a stocking, you need to, you need to go visit Santa. And he did, he got a, he got a picture. Another time it was just, you know, a selfie with Santa in the background, but we kept it up for quite a while so that, you know, they could have stockings and we could do the whole pretending because it was fun. And it was something that, you know, by incorporating this idea of St. Nicholas, I was hoping to uh, have reason to all of these things. So Anyway, so that's one day that you can really celebrate and bring the real meaning of Christmas in. Another day in December that I'd like to memorialize, it's not about Christmas, but it, it happened in December. And I think it's, it's a good thing to remind our kids about and, and talk about is Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. And Pearl Harbor was a, such a pivotal thing that happened in our history that it's important for us to at least talk about it. I mean, when they're little, we can just say, you know, oh yeah, today's a day where, you know, it's called Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. And 
you know, we remember this time where there was a, a place in, in Hawaii where, you know, where, where things happened. You don't go, you know, keep it to their level, but as they get older, just, you know, planting that seed and adding on to it, you know, and helping them learn more about it so that when they get older and they're actually in, you know, junior high, high school ages, that they can, they have that, those hooks that they can like, oh, I remember us talking about this, you know, over the years. And, and sometimes it, Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day will just be a conversation. Other times, if they're actually taking courses where Pearl Harbor is part of it, you can watch a movie, you can explore a website, you can actually do, you know, a, a research paper or something like that if, if your kids are, are into that. And, you know, but just take, take a day to just remember it. It's our history. I mean, really, Christmas and all of the, the celebrations that we're doing, their traditions, their, their history, there's reasons behind it. So anyway, another thing to celebrate, we're just going through the calendar here, December 9th is Christmas card day. So I know if I'm waiting until December 9th to get Christmas cards out, sometimes they don't get out, but, but you could have your kids on Christmas card day, another writing opportunity. You could have them create Christmas cards, special cards for grandparents and things like that. And it's, it's a really fun opportunity. It's like, okay, this is just Christmas card day. And you can just do it December 9th. Okay, this is something we do. Another fun day is uh, Gingerbread House Day is December 12th. And this is fun. I know, I don't know about you, but I mean, I did try making a gingerbread, you know, from scratch, the whole thing. And oh my gosh, not good. It totally crumbled. But I then just ended up getting those kits that are basically inedible, but still, still fun. And we would have the kids do, you know, gingerbread houses and they would have fun, but they would also get really creative and you can, you know, talk about, okay, look at all of these different parts to the house. We have to have a you know, some kind of foundation to help it stand up. And, and you can kind of incorporate some building and architecture principles in there and, and talk about that, you know, when they're old enough. I mean, when they're little, you just talk about, oh, look, there's a window. There's a door. What do we have on a door? Oh, yeah, we have to have a doorknob if we're going to be able to open it. You know, it looks like we need that. So, there's just so many different things that you can do. I know my my kids, I mean, my kids, all, all of the older ones are adults and have been for quite a while. But my, and my youngest one is 17. But we will most likely do a gingerbread house, not on the day, December 12th, but we will most likely do a gingerbread house just for the fun of it. Because it is fun. It is fun. And... One of the things too, I mean, I'm telling you the days that someone has arbitrarily uh, affixed to these things. And if that works for you, great, do them on these days. But these are also things that you can just put into a jar and pull out and say, you know, every, every day you could just have the kids pull out one and say, okay, oh, this is the fun thing we're going to do. 
you know, and it could, it doesn't need to be every day that you have something like this. It could be just like once a week or on your free days or whatever, you know, or, or days that you need something to do. Just have that be a fun thing to do. Okay, another, you know, official day, if you want to call it that, is National Cocoa Day. And this is just a fun day that, you know, you can make some hot chocolate. Real simple, right? Just say, oh, National Cocoa Day. It's just something fun to do. And if your kids are little, it's like, okay, we're going through the calendar and we can have some fun with this and let's make some hot chocolate. One of the things you can do is like, okay, there actually is a difference between hot cocoa and hot chocolate. Look it up, figure out what the difference is. You can also, you know, hey, what is cocoa? Where does it come from? Let's, let's look that up. All of this is opportunities for learning, but it's, you know, also bringing in things that are fun. Another day that is not really Christmassy, but it is an important day, is December 15th, and that is the Bill of Rights Day. This is the day that the Bill of Rights was ratified and actually added to our Constitution. They're the first 10 amendments to the Constitution. So this is a day where, again, you start start young, it's like, oh, Bill of Rights Day. This is part of our laws, you know, an important part of our laws. And we can talk, talk about what rights are. And, you know, and as they grow older, pull them out, look them up. What are the different rights? Why was there an amendment? Why did we have to add the Bill of Rights on? Now, Bill of Rights Day this year is also the last day of Hanukkah. Now, Hanukkah, even if you are um, not Jewish, Hanukkah is something that you can bring up and talk about how different people, different worldviews, different religions celebrate things in different ways. And so talking about Hanukkah, maybe even talking to someone who is Jewish about what Hanukkah is, reading, reading about why they celebrate Hanukkah is a great activity for December. I highly encourage you to share these different ideas with your kids, starting from a young age, so that when they are older, they will be more open and able to talk to people of different faiths and different ideas. Because really, uh, that's one of the things we need in this world is to be able to talk to talk to each other even when we don't agree on things. So that's just another fun activity to incorporate into your December. Okay, and then National Maple Syrup Day. Okay, this is December 17th and I just think, you know, it's a fun day. Okay, it's National Maple Syrup Day, so let's make waffles or pancakes or whatever. I don't know about you, but uh, when my kids were growing up, almost, well, at least once a week, I would make them waffles. Breakfast was a really important meal of the day just because it helped us get started. So I always would have some kind of meal that would get everybody to the table. And so... Today, <laughs> my youngest son 
rarely gets waffles. So I think on the 17th, I'm going to pull out the waffle maker because he, he definitely enjoys that and doesn't like having to wait until his brother's visit. So anyway, another real fun day is December 20th, which is Go Caroling Day. Do you have some friends or neighbors that would like to just walk around singing with you? You know, some, some people don't get into that, but usually you can find a couple of people who just like to sing. And if you can do that, it is just so much fun. And if the neighbors love it. If you don't live in an area that's conducive to that, maybe find a retirement home that you can take your kids to if they want to do that. Or yeah, there's, there's different ways to do that. But I know that with my homeschooling group, there were several times where we would put together just a real basic choir and we would spend a few weeks just learning some songs and then we would go to a, a retirement home and sing. And now it was never on the 20th, but it was just a way to incorporate this caroling into our month of December. and. It's another way of sharing our joy, going back to the real reason. When we are singing, we are giving of ourselves. And it goes back to that focus on giving rather than just receiving. December 21st is the winter solstice. This would be a great day to do a little bit of science, do a little bit of research, talk about it. What is the winter solstice? talk about, you know, how the world turns and, you know, the different seasons and things like that. So it's just a fun, fun thing to do that also has some learning incorporated into it. And then we get to Christmas Eve and everybody has different activities that you do on Christmas Eve. When I was growing up, we would always have family over and we would we would sing we would always as kids have to hang our stockings up and we would put a dish out with cookies for Santa now again we told our kids we were pretending and we didn't you know every instance say okay now kids we're putting cookies out for Santa and we're just pretending mommy and daddy are actually going to eat these. No, we didn't say that. We just would say, okay, let's put cookies out for Santa. And it was just part of the, the game, part of the routine, part of understanding that, you know, okay, Santa is that idea of, you know, us giving of ourselves. And this is just another way of giving. Okay. And we always did that with, you know, I did that when I was growing up and we continued that tradition with our kids and it was so much fun. And on Christmas day, one of the traditions we always had is that our kids would have to go out youngest first to go out and see their stockings and, and then we would open stockings and then stop and take some time to have breakfast and we always would open gifts one at a time so that we got to acknowledge the giver and, you know, celebrate with the receiver, you know, that all of these fun things. So 
Anyway, there's lots of other ideas. I know um, reading a book a day is a really fun way of celebrating Christmas and getting you know, the regular school activities out while we're still including that reading. And even when our kids are big, reading together is a really fun tradition, especially at, at Christmas time. If you don't want to do a book a day, like picture books or something like that, read a Christmas carol. You can do that. Another thing that you could do is movie nights. Have regular movie nights throughout Christmas. Watch your your favorite movies. I know my husband's favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life. And so every year we watch it. And every year my husband get t gets tears in his eyes. And that's just a tradition that our family has. All of these ideas are ways for you to have fun during December you're still going to be learning with your kids, but you're going to take the stress of trying to do regular school kind of out of the equation. And these are simple things that you can do, but they can be lifelong memories and traditions for your family. The biggest thing for Christmas is also to have you enjoy it. Yes, we're enjoying it through our kids' eyes, but don't make it so hard that it leaves you exhausted at the end of it. One of the reasons I do my homeschool conference in February is parents get burnt out. You are working so hard to get to the holidays, get everything done in your schoolwork by, by December, and then it's like, okay, I'll take a rest in December. At least this is how I always thought of it. And then in December, it's like, oh my gosh, I have so much I need to do. You know, I would try and do school. I would try and make all of these memories for my kids and establish these traditions for our family and have all of our family over for, for all of these different meals and, and everything. And I would end up exhausted and then I would, I would have to start back to school in January. And I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? So I would always end up, and I noticed this is, you know, across the board, people want to quit in February. I've even talked, I have a family full of public school teachers and even they need a break in February. But my, my, Realizing Genius Homeschool Conference is at the end of February in 2024. It's going to be February 22nd through 27th. It's free and it is designed to inspire and encourage you. Look for more information on my website, realizinggenius.com. More than anything, I just wish you a wonderful month of December. Take whatever you can from these different ideas and incorporate them if you want. It's just enjoy it and realize there is so much learning going on even if you pull back on the regular schoolwork that your kids are doing. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Realizing Genius podcast. Head over to realizinggenius.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes and links and to share your ideas of anyone you would like to have me interview. Have a wonderful week. 
realizing your genius.